0: Hey, editor Liz here. Just popping in to uh, add to this podcast recording to let you guys know. I'm sorry that this podcast is coming out late, but due to the holidays and everything like that, I decided to wait to put it out. Um, Crystal and I should be moving to a regular schedule soon, um, due to changes and what's happening in her life, and you know, and everything like that. So hopefully, we'll be more regular with the podcast soon. Additionally, For this episode of our podcast, I wanted to let you guys know um, in the second half during Crystal's story, we do talk a little bit about self-harm. So if that's something that you are sensitive to, feel free to skip to the end and await our next episode. Um, If that is something you suffer from, remember there are always resources for you to contact. Um, There are counseling Um, opportunities online with sites like BetterHelp and also uh, various hotlines and things that you can um, find such as the suicide hotline. So um, if that is something that you need help with, uh, please um, make sure to go uh, find that information and I'll try to provide that information in the description for this episode. Bye! everybody this is lizzie and, and this
1: is crystal yep
0: oh sorry <laughs> and we're still not used to these starting out no things. no we're not um and this is passionate spicy sugar and um starting out today before we get into our kind of our starting conversation and stuff like that i want to put the warning out on our show again just because we finally got the first two episodes uploaded on an Anchor. Hopefully Anchor is doing their job and they're distributing it properly because it should be getting distributed across other um, other services like Apple and Stitcher and, you know, things like that. Uh, but the warning's out there, too. This is not a show for children. Not. <laughs> it's just not. We're going to cuss because we're adults and and so this is this is not a show for for children i mean it's not like we're constantly cussing
1: like (laughs) but i try not to the thing yeah i try i try real hard not to yeah
0: yeah and especially when we're covering like like the subject i'm covering today which is the fight for 15 that's a little bit more spicy controversial topic i wouldn't really think kids would want to listen to that anyway I mean, maybe some older teenagers, but but um, yeah. So, so just putting that warning out there. Aside from that, um, just to let you guys know as well, we do have an email if you wanna email corrections or um, email your viewpoints on things. And we will, you know, talk about those at the top of every episode. We can do that as long as you're kind and courteous we will read your email. Um, if it's just a bunch of hate, though, <laughs> I'm just going to press the delete button on it. <laughs> so so just being honest. But um, that email is passionatespicysugar at gmail.com. So putting that out there now. And I still haven't gotten other social media stuff up, but I'm just going to go slow with all this anyways. So anyways, with all that out of the way, business out of the way uh how are you uh, <laughs> i mean i know we were just talking about before we started recording okay. <laughs> okay. crystal's That's having it. a bit of trouble today
1: yeah 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 <laughs> it was rough yeah yeah yeah
0: i mean well well i mean yeah. <laughs> I mean me, I got to sl- I got to sleep in until like uh until 2:30.
1: That's cuz you don't work on weekends
0: in the afternoon. Cuz I don't have to work on weekends. Exactly. Boo. <laughs> I stayed up really late last night and then I slept till 2:30 today. Mm. And uh, wasn't feeling well when I got up. But that's okay. I'm better now.
1: Good.
0: Sad so, you're feeling better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been up and down all week. I think that's been my week. It's just I felt nauseous off and on mm-hmm. throughout the week. and um, And then this morning I felt nauseous again. But I felt fine after I ate and stuff as well. So, aside from the whole work thing, what's been going on with you?
1: Right now... This is like too much information, but fuck it. Uh <laughs> um, right now I'm looking at apartments. I'm also I'm also shopping for a cat I don't even have yet. <laughs> I want a cat. I want a cat really bad. And so now I'm like shopping and I'm like, I don't even have a cat. And here I am already looking at kitty litter. <laughs> so so you're looking
0: around for your place, looking to get out of your parents' house?
1: yeah <laughs> when you say it like that <laughs> you can be independent it you feel real. yeah <laughs> you know my parents are moving
0: they are i didn't know mm. that no
1: oh i didn't tell you that
0: no you haven't told me
1: that i'm <laughs> in south carolina oh yep and it's either i stay here and be an independent adult or I can move to South Carolina with my parents like I'm in the nineteen eighties. Not well not nineteen eighties, but eighteen nineties. And live my life as a spinster. So living (laughs) in my parents' house until they die. But uh, I mean,
0: no, for sure, for sure. Like if you wanna stay stay in Michigan. So what prompted your parents to go to South Carolina?
1: just i i think they just need a change shake it up um i'm sure they're tired of living in a place where it snows like 12 feet of snow <laughs> I i'm sure they're tired of that and they're probably looking for something else and then they're also they just really want to get out of they want to get into like a smaller house something that's like a probably like a one level
0: single level Hmm. Mm-hmm they would have went to florida
1: Florida's <laughs> terrible though florida is like i joke and say michigan is satan's uh, gooch i say that but i think i think florida is satan's gooch <laughs> <laughs> way worse it's way worse in florida way worse mm-hmm.
0: okay i mean
1: i, I mean th- there's no, other no
0: offense, warm states people.
1: but no offense florida but Florida is terrible. Florida is horrible.
0: I mean, for no. for dry, arid, you could go to Arizona. Um, personally, personally, one of my favorite states is Tennessee because of the right. mountains. Yeah. But it gets very
1: humid. <laughs> yeah.
0: There, so, um, I don't know. Does Tennessee get ice storms? I'm not sure.
1: I'm not sure either.
0: I mean, there's some states where they'd still have to deal with ice storms. Mm-hmm. So, but, but yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know they were, they were moving. I mean, mm-hmm. I just had a friend online that moved um, from South Carolina a, f- a few months back.
1: Really? Yeah. Here?
0: To to Mississippi. No. Oh. His okay. wife. His wife is originally like her family's originally from here, but I think it was Mississippi they moved to because they were starting a. Uh, uh, I think it's a dairy farm.
1: Oh. Down there. Dairy farm. Yeah. It's still my. It's still my dream. It's still my biggest dream to pet a cow. To, pe- to pet. To a cow. Weird. It's It's well, I have two things on my bucket list. One was, go to Korea, which I've done, and the second thing was pet a cow. Which I have not done. <laughs> I I am a simple woman. <laughs> I mean
0: I guess. I just go to a fair.
1: You know Yeah, you got a point there. I guess I could go to a fair. Yeah, I mean just go or, to
0: a fair, ask them or, to their
1: cow. I have a friend that also lives next to a dairy farm. <laughs> I mean I, I could could take advantage of that maybe they'd be nice enough to let me pet the girl i don't know maybe <laughs> i mean
0: i think i've, I think I've accomplished, accomplished one thing on my bucket list which is uh to see the corpse flower oh yeah the
1: stinky flower yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it, when,
0: for those that don't know too the corpse flower is a flower that blooms once every so many years And they actually have one at the MSU, Michigan State University, um, in their garden house. And so the last time it bloomed, uh, I went and seen it. And it was starting to close up when I went and seen it. But you could still, like, you know, smell it. And it was still very pretty and, like, large and gorgeous. Um, It basically just smelled like garbage. (laughs) Stinky flower. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's a, a stinky a flower, flower, but it's a beautiful
1: flower. Yes, it's very pretty. So
0: it is very pretty. Huge, too. Yeah. And there were lines around, like around the block for for the days that it was in bloom. And I think theirs tends to bloom every 10 years or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. So, so it's not in bloom all the time.
1: But, so it is a giant smelly flower. Yes. It's
0: a very very giant smelly flower. (laughs) I mean, you could say that of some sunflowers too, though. Some sunflower species of
1: sunflowers. Well, okay. Well, maybe. Maybe some species of sunflowers. I mean, the
0: corpse flower is a flower. It's just a stinky one. one.
1: It's a a really stinky one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I also... like
1: garbage.
0: I also went and I was spreading around are like I was posting the link to our our podcast on Anchor to different sources, and I posted one on um, uh, uh, Monkey Man, who is who streams on Twitch, Ooh. and um, he I posted one on his Discord and let them know what it was, and then throughout a the day I got this notification on Discord where where he's like like liz saying everything on her chest or something like that (laughs) i'm like wait what when did i say that shout out to monkey man by the way (laughs) i I wasn't thinking about but completely out of context i was like i was like wait when did i say something like that i don't (laughs) think we were talking about anything nasty in any way And I'm like, I'm like, when did I say that? And so I kept on asking on my breaks and stuff like that. And he played the clip. It was when I was talking about the Shane Dawson hoodie. And I was talking about wanting the the pig all over my chest because I'm a big girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he pulled that audio out of there. (laughs) Oh my God. So he has this little, yeah, bet you, bet you that he has like a snippet.
0: Yeah, he does have a snippet because he posted oh it for God. me.
1: Because I'm like,
0: where did, did, where in
1: the show was this? I don't remember
0: it. And... and-
1: Oh man, that's great.
0: <laughs> so he was, he was, I guess he was just listening to it and that popped up and it was like a wait, what
1: moment? And we had no idea that that would be used in the context at all.
0: I mean, I don't always think about the
1: things I say, <laughs> i just say them. Girl, neither do I. So <laughs> I have no, Mm-mm. but thanks, Monkey Man. You gave me Thank a good you. laugh that was great
0: yeah it was great <laughs> so um
1: that, was, that should be a running gag
0: i mean <laughs> you know don't agree with me please <laughs> <laughs> crystal what do you want all over your chest uh <laughs> no <laughs> <I can't. laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh no. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's too late by the way. We're recording really late by the way. <laughs>
1: yeah, super late. It's almost Oh, it is one. It's almost one thirty.
0: Yeah, it's almost one yeah, thirty. So Um But okay, well I mean that's that's our weeks. Not not much to not too much to talk about. Um we are getting into I think your topic is gonna be a fun topic, right? What are you talking about?
1: it's <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about the the final fantasy seven house okay if...
0: Fi- final fantasy seven house which i know yeah. nothing about and then i'm gonna be talking about i'm getting into a spicy topic today spicy as mm. in controversial and um and i'm gonna go first today to get it on the way so we can get talking about that final fantasy house uh, my topic is the fight for fifteen, and some of the arguments that have been made in connection with the fight for fifteen and things like that. So, are you
1: ready to get into it? Yeah, let's go. All right, and, so, and feel free to jump in. Okay, cool. <laughs> Cause I got, I got words. I got yeah, words.
0: Yeah. Ow. So, so, um. <laughs> Uh, my resource today is basically a lot of this is is going to be my opinion too by the way a lot of it is going to be my opinion from my viewpoint I will be pointing out some of the other viewpoints that I think are legit um, you know I, I do think there is one concern when it comes to or a couple of concerns when it comes to raising the minimum wage that are very valid um, but uh, there are a lot of arguments that aren't, and we are going to talk on one that I really do not like today. But so so um, it's mostly opinion, just uh, what I've gathered over time from hearing the various arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, as a source, also have the fightfor15.org. Um, we'll uh, talk about what's in there about us section um, here in a minute. So thank um, Fight for 15. 15? Let's get started. Um, so, uh, and again, this is in the fightfor15.org. Um, this is in their About Us section, which is the Fight for 15 began in 2012, um, they know on there, um, when a bunch of like fast food workers walked out on the job. I don't know if you remember that, Crystal, but when I they really were, remember, yeah. yeah, yeah, it happened in New York City. And they were walking out on the job, demanding to get paid $15 an hour. And now it's a, it's, it's not just a national movement. It's, it's a global movement. Um, 300 cities over six continents. Um, so these are, you know, it's not just a lot of people when they think of the fight for 15. Um, I think especially here in America, there are a lot of people that think about it as fast food workers, mm-hmm. um, but according to their About Us section here, there are fast food workers, home health aides, child care teachers, airport workers, adjunct professors, retail employees, and underpaid workers everywhere. Great. So while the fast food movement in the Fight for 15 has very much been in the forefront, this is not just in fa- you know in fast food. These are people fighting for a living wage, basically. Um, because a lot of the argument, a lot of the stems from basically how our cost of living and, um, expenses for things that we need and we use every day has gone up and up and up, but the minimum wage hasn't rose significantly enough in many states to meet, uh, people's ability to be able to pay for those things like pay for rent or pay for their bills um there i can't remember who it was in um in either the house or senate who was making an argument to i think it was a a uh, a ceo or like someone who was at the top of like a bank and and you know she was talking through about how you know basically an, an employee of this bank would have to take out alone to cover all their expenses after a certain amount because they weren't getting paid enough and so the fight for 15 is a very important movement it's something that I think a lot of people dismiss too easily um, and one of the arguments I hear the most and I'm gonna get this this argument out of the way because it's the one I hate and then we can move in into like the, the really the the more substantial arguments and stuff like that. But one of the biggest arguments I hate in this entire, like, in opposition to the fight for 15 or the fight for a living wage, um, because I do not believe that a living wage in every state is $15 an hour. I think it, in, a, in the U.S., it varies state to state what a living wage is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the argument I hate the most is is they don't deserve it because they just flip burgers. They don't deserve it because this this and this and as someone that has worked in fast food as someone who has (laughs) worked in in a variety of different positions they don't just flip a burger okay they don't they 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 have to work in a very fast-paced environment Oftentimes when it, when, and this is just talking about fast food, like in the terms of fast food, which has been the most prominent in the forefront of this fight. When it comes to fast food workers or workers at restaurants and things like that, they have to have a wide variety of skills to be successful at that job. Okay. They don't just sit there and flip burgers. They, they manage the, their multiple orders at one time, so they're multitasking. They are uh, having to communicate almost constantly with other workers in their environment. So they are working as a team, um, have to have good communication skills in order to get the, uh, the orders out In a timely manner and on time to satisfy the customers sometimes when a restaurant or whatever is short-staffed you have those people also having to have very good customer service skills and navigating dealing with awesome customers but also really horrible customers
1: oh girl let me tell you i've seen what it's bad yeah, it's really bad. Like, I have literally was sitting in a restaurant. I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant. Uh, but I was sitting in a restaurant, and a, a customer came in, and she was yelling at this girl because she didn't stir her her little frozen milkshake thing. And I was like, are you for real? Like, stir, like, stir your people own people milkshake. People are the rudest. Like, people are the rudest to people who work in food service it's yeah. the it's pretty bad
0: yeah and i really do think think especially when it comes to fast food amongst other positions because there are other positions that are like this too i think retail is another position where yeah. we look down on retail and we look down on fast food workers and these are people that are serving you and they're working very hard to do it and they have to have multiple skills and be successful in those skills in order to accomplish that job and be successful at that job. Because sometimes when a restaurant is understaffed, like I was saying, you, you have, have workers that are running from the cash register and communicating with good and bad customers alike. And then mm-hmm. they're having to go back and help make some of the food to make sure that you get your order within a timely manner. You know, because they got it. They, they have a clock up there, like at some restaurants, like sometimes at McDonald's, you can see their clocks that yeah. that ch- t- tells them, you know, how much longer they have before it's technically over time for them. Um, you know, you have a lot of people that are working very hard to get your food to you and they're using multiple skills to do it and get it done. So, no, they're not just back there flipping burgers. They're not just, you know, taking an order. They're managing cash and working with very various sales systems. When I worked, you know, uh, I think point of sale is one of the systems I had to work with that when I was working for um, a, a tax uh, company as, as a receptionist, which, you know, point, point of sale is, you know, they have to make sure they're calculating the cost and stuff right the machine doesn't always do it for them. (laughs) So, um, and you know, if, if that machine goes out, then they have to know how to do that on their own as well. So I think really we dog on these workers too much. They are working very hard. They're often working very long hours. If they are working near the grill or any of the fryers or anything like that, they're working in a very hot and sweaty, you know, conditions that are not the most comfortable. Um, I would, you know, sometimes working in a kitchen, I would equate it to working in a factory at times because, you know, sometimes, especially during the summer, especially in very hot environments, it can get very difficult <laughs> to work around an oven or a grill for lengthy periods of times. Um, you have, you know, people that are happening, you know, in, in a waiter and waitress environment, They're to seat you, clean off tables, you know, bus tables and stuff like that, bring out orders, take your orders, and they're managing multiple tables at once. You know, these people that do this work, that provide this service for everyone else so that you can have a good day, so that you can have a quick lunch, so that you can have You know, a nice time out with your family as part of your night. Maybe you go out to dinner and then you go out to the movie. We need to start to respect these people that are doing these jobs more and they deserve a living wage. A wage that's going to help them pay their bills and help pay for their rent.
1: Yeah. Uh, Also, don't waiters and waitresses, don't they get paid less than minimum wage?
0: Yeah. I'm not sure if it's in every state. But cool. a lot of waiters and waitresses and some businesses have started to change this now to themselves by at least allowing their waiters and their waitresses to make minimum wage. That's but good. um, a lot of waiters and waitresses make salary wages. Salary? Is it salary? I don't know what exactly what it's called. But they basically make like usually around $2 an hour. And then yeah. they depend on tips to... To make a living and that shouldn't no that shouldn't be happening anymore like I completely disagree with that as well like no they should at least be making a minimum wage um, and then tips should be oh a plus or an extra.
1: Right so, it shouldn't be like something that they need.
0: Yeah yeah it should just be I something should... that says hey you did a good job it shouldn't be something that compensates for that restaurant not paying them what they should. So, you know, there there's that too when you're talking about the fight for a living wage or the fight for 15, you know, also trying to get waiters and waitresses into that mix as well because they should not be having to make up their wage and tips. So, because it was really nice. Like, I used to work, I used to deliver pizza. That was, well, it's what my parents considered my first real job. I had two jobs before that, but... Um, but with that job, I made minimum wage and then I would deliver pizzas. I also washed dishes. I helped make pizzas. Um, sometimes I worked the register, uh, you know, took calls, whatever, um, to take orders and stuff like that. But, um, when I deliver a pizza, if I got a tip, you know, I, I made commission, too. So I made commission, which helped pay for my gas and stuff like that if I didn't do well on tips that night. Mm. But if I made a tip, it was like an extra like, hey, here, you did a good job. And you know what? It didn't always have to be cash either. Like for me, I think one of the tips I got around the holidays one year was like a really nice ornament that, you know, one of the people I deliver pizza to gave me. And I really appreciated that. Like it was very nice. You know cash is nice as as an extra hey you did a good job. But because I was doing minimum wage. You know at least making minimum wage at that time. I didn't mind getting that ornament as a tip too. So you know because I wasn't having to worry about a bill I'd have to pay. <laughs> you know be like why would you give me an ornament? It's the cash I gotta pay this bill. I didn't have to worry about that because yeah. I got paid minimum wage. and so tips should be an extra hey, you did a great job, you know sure. so um, so that's pretty much the argument I don't like when it comes to this is is you know, they only do this and this. Um, and then there there's one more which is like uh, the argument that fast food and and jobs and stuff like that were never meant to be for adults. Like, those should be for for teenagers getting started and stuff like that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: We aren't in the fifties and sixties anymore, people.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, not. we're
0: not. You know.
1: Okay, they're... okay, boomer.
0: Like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Don't people are getting mad at that term now?
1: <laughs> yeah, they are. Like, are you serious? <laughs> but, like they're they're saying that is worse than the n word, and I say. And like John Mulaney says, if the word that you're comparing is in is something you can say, and you can't say the N word, the N word is gonna be worse. Yeah. <laughs> Just
0: saying. Oh gosh, but, but these aren't jobs that are, are meant for for like kids or stuff like that anymore. And and you have a lot of people that need jobs that need work, and the basically the fast food jobs are like an entry level position and you know and and that should be something that makes it easier for people that maybe without high school degrees or maybe they just have like they're just starting out they need work experience you know it's a good job for a multitude of people of varying ages Mm -hmm. you know uh maybe someone's been working at a restaurant or a retail or, or a hotel chain and it gets shut down or goes bankrupt or whatever. And uh, you know, maybe they work their way up in there, but that's only experience they have and they need a job right away to okay. pay some of their bills until they find something better. You know, I think those jobs are good for a variety of ages for a multiple, you know, multitude of reasons. I don't think we should say that it's it should only be for kids like or teenagers trying to start
1: out no it's honestly it's not it's honestly not true uh one, the the place that I work um we do hire teenagers we do hire high school kids uh for the holiday season but after that they they are limited to I think about five hours of work they're not a, allowed to use certain objects that you know some of us that are above the age. Are able to use, they're not able to do certain duties. And then on top of that, after the season is over, they cannot continue to work for us. So they only work seasonal. And so not only that, but at where, where I work personally, um, we're expected to know how to do things. And I mean, teenagers could probably figure out and they probably got hobbies and all that stuff, and they could probably know certain things but they i don't think they would know to the extent that like customers expect for you to be knowledgeable about certain things and knowledgeable about how uh machinery works and know how to give them advice on how to do things and i don't see that from a, a teenager perspective you literally have to know what you're doing and so i don't see teenagers or even like maybe even college kids in some cases being that knowledgeable
0: yeah not only that being a constantly dependable workforce right
1: exactly
0: like like you know because one uh not only are younger adults and younger and and older teenagers and stuff like that tend to be inexperienced um they're gonna mess up they, they just are because they're in a state in which they're they're learning, even as, you know, college kids and stuff like that. You are constantly learning new things about how to operate in a professional work environment. And um, so so, you know, they're going to mess up. They're not always available. Oftentimes they're only going to be part time workers and a lot of them can't be full time. Because if you're, first of all, if you're a student, I know in Michigan, I don't know if it's still this way, but when I was in high school, you could only work so many hours
1: that a is still week. active. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You could only work so many hours as a high school student. And I think you have to be 14, 13 or 14 before you uh, can start working.
1: My place will only let 15. So I think 15 is like the, no, 16. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I did tassel corn I think when I was 13 or 14, but it was during the summer. So it was didn't du- wasn't during the school year. But right. but during the school year there's like age limits, there's you know work hour limits and things like that. And oftentimes businesses don't just want to just don't want to deal with high schoolers because really? of that fact because they are only limited to that period of time. Oftentimes the best time for them to work are summer and you know holiday and that that's pretty much it. So and for college students, it can sometimes be that way, too, especially if it, the college students are in a very intensive program like nursing or um, maybe they're in a very intensive law program or, you know, something like that. Um, but even on the programs that aren't as intensive, there's still a lot of homework, a lot of classes you know, sometimes lectures and additional work that needs to be done. Yeah.
1: And some Um, businesses actually don't want to work around schedules because they need people to do the job. They don't like I know some places won't even hire you if you if you aren't available on weekends or if you're not available on certain days, they won't even hire you.
0: Yeah. Or they say they will work around your schedule and they
1: don't. And then they
0: don't. And then they try and call you in. During, I think both me and you have had experience with that and then mm-hmm. they try to call you in on a time that you're not available and so it's just it, to to put that argument out there is is someone that doesn't really understand. <laughs> You know how much other work, like you know, these students have, or the limitations and laws that may be in their state that limit the amount of work and the amount of hours that they can commit to it. Mm-hmm. So you know, these businesses do need full-time workers, and oftentimes those are going to be adults and adults that need have bills to pay, have rent to pay, and need to be making a living wage. And so you know. There are legitimate arguments out there, I think, which is, like, you know, the argument of what about small businesses? Because um, something like this, like a mom and pop business, could be put at risk Yeah. by raising the minimum wage. So, so that has to be put into consideration. But by no means do I think that that is something that should prevent us from working towards a living wage. Um, and... You know, I I think that's something that we should say, Okay, well, how do we help the mom and pop businesses get to a point where they could get here? So because I used to be in youth and government, too, and Mm -hmm. youth and government in the state of Michigan, it's basically a, a program in high school where you go. And I think the middle schoolers do it now, too. We would go to the Capitol for a week. And we were to act as if we were in various positions of government. So I was a representative. I was a senator. um, I was a lobbyist, I think, was one of the things I did at one point. And when you're working and you're crafting bills and you're passing bills and stuff like that, we would often have to think about, like, every little thing. So, so, you know, uh, there was a bill as a lobbyist I was trying to push through. And it was trying to, you know, the bill was um, at first, I think it was banning smoking in public spaces or limiting it or something like that. And Mm -hmm. it started out as a bill like that. It eventually wound up making its way into being a bill of where new buildings would have to meet certain building codes when it came to ventilation systems and air filtration systems so that you know if they had a smoking system you know a smoking section and stuff like that they would have to have a particular section for that and a proper air filtration in place that could minimize if not completely eliminate the effects of secondhand smoke for the other customers
1: right
0: right so so you know that was just a little bit of like as students doing this mocking the government of what the type of thought we were putting into those bills. And it was mock and, you know, everything like that. It wasn't real, but that's what we should be able to depend on our representatives and our senators to do. We should not take a, a, a thing, you know, a f- fight like the fight for 15 or a fight for a living wage and saying, no, absolutely not. We should take it and say, OK, we understand what the problem is. We understand what both sides are, how do we compromise, and how do we make it work. And that's something that we do not do enough now these days. We really don't. It needs to, we need to make it work because there are people that are suffering. And another part of the argument is, is that, you know, some people are very worried about 15 uh, being too much or 15 being not enough. Um, the fight for 15 has pretty much been the big one that's out there. I think the conversation also on the other side of things really needs to be a fight for a living wage because a fight for a living, a living wage isn't going to be the same in every state no. and it's not going to be the same in every country or on every continent. You know, um, I think there are some states in the U.S. where $15 is definitely needed. I think there are some states that maybe it could be lower like 12 or 13. there are some states where it may need to even be higher you know it might need to be 16 17 or 18 dollars an hour for a minimum wage we really need to go in and assess you know how different it is for each state so in that thing while i appreciate the national movement I also think it's a fight that needs to happen on a state-by-state basis. Each state needs to take up this fight. They need to assess what the minimum wage should be in their state for a living wage for everyone that works as a living wage for everyone to be able to take care of their base needs.
1: Right. And so, you know, like a lot of these people, uh, so a lot of these people don't have to have secondary jobs.
0: Oh, yeah, secondary or secondary some people or even hold like down three third or fourth th- jobs. Third or fourth jobs. You know, people should not have to have multiple jobs in order to live their life. I agree. They should not have to hold down, you know, I had a friend who at one point was holding down five jobs.
1: Five. Five How do you
0: even have time to they like were, he wasn't? He was not sleeping. Like he and and that gets into the point where someone is sacrificing their health and their well being to provide for themselves a life which they aren't even able to even live because they're working all the time to to try and pay for food and stuff like that. And that is just that's not living. That's not a life. It's not. And so, you know, to me, that when you start forcing people into that, you are you are edging, getting on the edge of violating people's human rights because you're forcing them to work so much just so they can put food on their table, just so they can pay their rent. And that's not right. I'm very much in support of a fight for a living wage in every state, a minimum wage that is a living wage. Um, And you know something that needs to be assessed every so many years because the cost of living in you know all over the place it's going up the cost of you know food has has gone up and down throughout the years depending on yeah. supply and demand um you know and you know cost of medicine that's not even getting the cost of health care uh, medicine exactly and, you know all that stuff that you know
1: it's we don't start around healthcare.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And people got loans to pay and bills, you know, and credit cards and debt to pay off and and stuff like that. And if we're not going to help pay it off for them, we need to give them a living wage that allows them to pay those bills every month. So that's my take on the fight for 15 and the fight for the living wage. Um, Again, you guys can email in your opinions. Just be kind and courteous share your viewpoints i'm open to the opposite viewpoints as well um you know i i like to hear the other side of the story because it kind of it rounds it out so you can really understand what other people are from and it opens up that table for how do we compromise between my viewpoint and yours because we should be trying to compromise and work together to solve this problem so yeah crystal yes your turn (laughs) okay uh bring us bring us out of the spicy topic
1: so yeah yeah this is it's it's like probably the weirdest thing i've ever heard um happening um so i'm gonna be digging into the strangest story i've ever heard which is called which is the final fantasy house they call it short final fantasy house i think a lot of people refer to it as the final fantasy seven house And it started with this, um, college student, um, oh wait, before I get into that, if you want to learn more information, um, the, there is a website, um, it's kind of weird, um, if you, if you Google, (laughs) if you Google a public warning, uh, Hojo.org, it will take you straight to the webmaster who is the person that the story is technically about, his experiences with the house um, is all documented here. Any Also, any other outside people, anyone that had any um, kind of connection with the Final Fantasy house, with the people who live there, their stories uh, are also documented here. And there are two places you could also learn more the vice uh did a great very in-depth really long um <laughs> article called uh when the when fandom goes wrong the dark tale of the final fantasy seven house by Esher Elbrum, el elman Elvin, Elfman? Elfman? i can't read <laughs> <Elfman>. <laughs> um el el elbin i guess Sorry, dude, I, I butchered your name. And also, if, you, if you're, if you like, an audiobook person or, like, you don't want to go and read this long article, you can go on YouTube and look up uh, Final Fantasy House by Down the Rabbit Hole, and it's very insightful and um, very in-depth. So now that I got that all out of the way places where you can learn more about this. Um because I'm only going to touch on a little bit of it because it goes so far and it's very very long. Um so basically the original person who documented everything um ran a website for the secondary character back in 2002. Uh he ran a a website for Uh, the character Cloud and the character Zach. It's like a fan site, you know. Um, And he was, you know, somebody reached out to him who was running another fan site for, I think, Hojo, the, like, scientist from that game. And, like, this person reached out to him, and they were kind of chatting back and forth. And, like, I guess they got on the subject of, like, reincarnation and like life after death and this person started like well trying to convince him that he in a past life could have been zach from final fantasy seven <laughs> i'm not yeah so she's like explaining to him she's like well these certain character traits that you have are very much like zach so it's very possible you could have been him a past life um and so he doesn't think anything of it because he's just like, eh, whatever. It's just like random, you know, internet talk. I'm like, she made some good points. Uh, eh. you know, he didn't think much of it. Um, and I, then I, I guess... Mean,
0: I wouldn't either. This is a yeah. video, video game
1: it's character. A, it's exactly. It's a video game. If somebody <laughs> said like, oh, Crystal, you're like, you could have been Hello Kitty in a past life because this, this, and this. I'd have been like, okay, this is... <laughs> I mean, sure, I I guess you might have made a point there. (laughs) I wouldn't have, like, thought it was super crazy, and I guess that's what he didn't do. He didn't think it was super crazy. Um, He was also invited by this person to come and stay at their house, and um, this is where he kind of gets sucked into the house. he gets to meet the person Hojo who I think her real name was Renee and another person the main like antagonizer of the house um she went by uh, Jen Jen yeah she went by Jen which was also short for Genova <laughs> and like they literally tried to brainwash this kid this poor guy into thinking he was Zach, <laughs> like he they kind of invited him in the house and he took several trips back and forth to visit them until like eventually at one point they uh offered him to move in with them and and they were so nice to him before he had like no um
0: okay so no wait, 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 no. wait 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 wait
1: sorry so is this like
0: a cult story it like a is Final a cult Fantasy story. cult. Because it is a
1: cult story. I
0: thought when you said Final Fantasy house, I thought this was going to be one of our sweet topics because I was no, thinking, oh cult. cool, a
1: they, made, cult. they made a Final cult. Fantasy house that you Listen, can go it's, visit in Japan. It's a literal, it's a literal soul-binding cult. Oh, and I thought this no. was relevant because they're doing a remake for Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, no seven and i was just like yeah this guy got sucked into this house um and so he was in this house and they convinced him that he should start working you know because he's going to be paying rent and all this other stuff so as he's working he's working at this i think a grocery store he's working at a grocery store and jen who was a babysitter at the time um convinced it like quits her job babysitting and then at one point he's the main bread the the bringer of bread the provider of the the household the bread exactly that is the word yeah (laughs) that is the word so he's the breadwinner he becomes a breadwinner the main provider of the house he's the one bringing in the money because renee slash hojo i'm gonna call i'm gonna call them hojo by their their video game character name um so hojo's not bringing any money and jen is not making any money because she quit her babysitting job. so he's the one bringing money into the house and jen is just one of these people that has to spend money to for the sake of spending money so she would buy anything that like caught her eye and then she would also uh make convince him to buy steak for everyone for the house and like he couldn't eat red meat like red meat would make him sick so he would buy steak that he couldn't even eat for just because Jen said so and so like also uh, they kind of they had their methods of brainwashing him and I think this other girl I can't remember her name I'm looking at I'm looking at the article and I don't want to dig too far into it trying to find it because it'll just be like a lull but um they convinced that this they convinced this girl that she was Aerith and so I'm just gonna call her Aerith um but they would brainwash them and like there is one incident where Jen like put made this girl take a ice cold bath in like green food coloring and ice water
0: so so i'm i'm just gonna put put this in here too like so there's this i'm i'm gonna talk about another podcast here there's this other podcast i listened to and i forced you to listen to an episode of it too yep. called my favorite murder right yeah and one of the things they say say is if you're in a cult call your dad <laughs> call somebody not even just your dad call somebody call anybody Get out of a cult. Like if someone is <laughs> trying to force you to believe your past life is that of a video game character. Yes. You're in a cult, run the fuck away. Don't pay for their stakes. Don't stick around. Get your stuff and leave.
1: <laughs> leave. But here's the oh. thing though, Jen Jen would also monitor monitor his uh his internet time. She would, like, stand over him and then, like, allow him to do certain things. And she would monitor his his internet time and also his phone calls.
0: Oh, my God. It sounds like he was yeah. with a psycho, too. He was with a psycho.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, there was something. There was a, uh, a man. I think there was something mentioned about Jen and Hojo having constant fights. And they would be, like, really loud breaking, throwing things, fights, and then they would have sex very loudly right after. <laughs> and so he was subjected to all that, like just it was probably super traumatic. And then on top of it, um Jen refused to bathe. Oh my god. So she would just she would not only wear the exact same outfit every day, which was like a purple skirt or something like that, a purple skirt tied around her breast and that was her dress and call it a dress and she she would not bathe so instead she would use like scented oils
0: that doesn't make up for a bath
1: it doesn't, <laughs> it, doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't make up for bad hygiene that's just,
0: that's like that's like the people at conventions that think that spraying themselves with Axe body
1: spray or something like so that makes up for a bath on con funk oh my god that that is a smell that could peel your eye, your your eye <laughs> eyelids back. Okay. Take take, awesome. take a bath awesome. every once in a while. I promise it's bath. okay. It's not going to hurt you. Wash your ass, please. Please. Public service announcement. Wash your ass. Yeah, they got <laughs> scrubbies that can help with that. They really do. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Um, so I think there's a certain point where Aerith got Tired of being in the house, and she decides to leave, and so she leaves, and Jen like tries to harm herself, like she she uh she I think she contacted Hojo saying that oh she was gonna kill herself or something like that, and then like they come back home to see, and then like she probably just scratched herself with her nails on her wrist, and was making like a big fuss about it, and he was. And I know the the guy Zach. His his real name is Sid, but like Oops, I just I'm gonna call them all by the video name, video game names. So Zach is like, I know self harm scars when I see them. She's just being dramatic and trying to manipulate the entire situation. But he he didn't make a big deal out of it.
0: I mean, and I'm gonna the pause there, because there too because he was because like, I don't know, he pause. was
1: so in it that even at that moment he was really mad at the girl at at Erith for leaving.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna pause so, there right there. There was for a like minute, a just tipping to put point something for him real quick.
1: Um,
0: um, um when it comes to to like self-harm and stuff like that, too, mm-hmm. too. Like it does sound like she was trying to manipulate the situation and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. But there are genuinely people out there that suffer from that, and stuff like that irks me because it minimizes the suffering of other people that do actually go through that, that may not cut themselves but do scratch themselves. Mm -hmm. And things like that. And, you know, whether it's to to try and feel something or to try and cope with other emotions and things that they're going through. Like, if you are using that as a manipulation tactic, please stop. Do not do that because that is very harmful for other people that also need help and assistance that are really going through something. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate whenever I hear, like, someone that does seem to be using that as a way to manipulate other people. And because it happens in abusive relationships. Basically, that's essentially what it sounds like what's happening here. Mm -hmm. It was definitely an abusive
1: relationship. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Where you're using that to manipulate people. But that also undermines the suffering of other people who are going through that. Where someone who sees you doing that may not take another person seriously who they Mm -hmm. need to take seriously and get them help
1: so anyways
0: that's my sidebar sorry
1: (laughs) the the guy had experience with self-harm and so he who saw he saw her arm and he was just like you had no intentions on even hurting yourself i know self like he like i said he said he he was sure that he knew what self-harm scars looked like because he was suffering he suffered from it yeah previously yeah um there's also there was also an outside guy that they all called Sid, like the character Sid. And so he wasn't living in the house, but he kind of had he he had the freedom and independence so like he came and gone as he wished. And so that that was also the main um, main reason why Zach wind up eventually leaving the house. There was a, a tipping point for him where he, I think he got locked out of the house and he didn't have any shoes somebody stole his shoes and that was like the straw that broke the camel's back for him and he just started walking and just kept walking and and, and left the house oh my god yeah he was just walking around no shoes and was like this that's it i can't i can't do this anymore <laughs> and so like Sid helped him like gather his belongings out of the house. Um and um I think before he called his 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 dad to come get him. He oh, was, he did I, call his dad. He eventually did when he left. After Yay. he left, he called his he called his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a I think there was a point in time in the story where he was homeless for three days, where he was just basically sleeping. He was la- he was a, just out on the land homeless and with no money and it, it's just like the story is is wild if you ever get a chance to listen to it um uh I recommend I definitely highly recommend like watching the down the rabbit hole video for Final Fantasy house it's very in depth and he even reads like excerpts from the website and the vice up and the vice article is very detail there's even photos so if you want to see photos vice oh my gosh
0: yeah that that sounds very very just
1: crazy cultish and it's ugh,
0: ugh. Mm-hmm.
1: there are some other people that wind up living with these girls um but their story is not like nearly as in deep and in depth as Zach's and I don't I think he was the only one that lived with them that they tried to convince was a video game. Yeah. Well.
0: Well. Maybe they they. Eventually realized that. They what they were doing was wrong. Maybe. Um, I
1: hope. Well, Did we haven't heard trouble? from them in a while, as far as being um. In the fandom, in the Final Fantasy Seven fandom, because it's kind of like a. I wouldn't say a dead fandom, but inactive fairly until recently. Um, I think they jumped fandoms, though. I think and I think the last time anybody heard from them, they were in the Hannibal fandom. So I don't know. Um, God for- God forbid if they soul bond with a Hannibal character. Oh my gosh, these
0: are gonna be people that are gonna wind up on like most wanted list somewhere or something because ah, oh, talk about the making of a psycho
1: right it's the craziest crap i've ever heard
0: it sounds like a netflix special to me
1: they could it could literally be a lifetime special yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah it'd be a lifetime special that i'd actually fucking watch <laughs> oh
0: well, uh, thanks for that. I thought that was gonna be a, a sweet topic. I was gonna say um,
1: this is gonna be fun. Video games, yay! Instead, I'm gonna have
0: to go back and and put in a
1: warning for that story <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> during the editing process. So okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, let's. <laughs> I'll
1: do something <sighs> fun maybe next time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe,
1: maybe um, I'll like go for weird, dark stuff.
0: Well, I mean, the weird stuff is still fun. Um, it really
1: is
0: fun. <laughs> yeah, I just did, wasn't expecting it to be like
1: a cult. <laughs> she did not know. <laughs> I didn't know at I, all. She, asked, she was like, oh, Krista, what are you doing? I was like, Final Fantasy House. She was like, oh, I've never heard of that. And didn't ask me what that was about. She was just like, well, we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: I thought it was going to be something cool. But no. <laughs> no. um It's not. <laughs> So, well, we'll uh, wrap it up here at the end. Um, again, like if you, if you, we do have an email, I'm going to give that email out right now. Again, it's passionate spicy sugar at gmail.com. Um, eventually, we'll have other social media stuff. I'm just, I'm just taking my time with it. I'm not trying to rush it all um at once because i am editing the episodes and stuff like that too so i'm gonna take a while doing that and actually trying to get us on a regular schedule before yeah. i get into other stuff um and uh i don't know what was the positive thing from your week
1: they're making a final fantasy game well they're making <laughs> they're remaking final fantasy 7 i'm just kidding that's a positive note. Uh, <laughs> I suppose. But anything else? A note for me, uh, let's see. I went and saw Frozen two. It was kind of mediocre, Yay! but <laughs> but it was it was fun. It's a fun time. And I also have a giant narwhal plushie that takes up half my bed that I got from a friend.
0: You got a giant narwhal from a friend or from a
1: friend? From a friend
0: okay (laughs) giant narwhal plushie Mm uh my positive thing this week is that um essentially so i was feeling nauseous this week right Mm -hmm. and on wednesday it got really bad now at my work this is like our busiest quarter like it's our busiest time of year right now um and i was lucky my boss um was really nice and let me take the afternoon off work on Wednesday and uh, just asked me that if once I was feeling better if I could make up the time. I was feeling a little bit better on Thursday. Friday was meh, but I made up was able to make up my time on Thursday and Friday. So yeah. it's it's nice to have bosses that let you be flexible with your schedule especially when you're not feeling so hot so
1: that's so nice i wish i related (laughs) you're like (laughs) that's great can't relate yeah
0: (laughs) i'm sorry crystal (laughs) i just i found found an okay business oh
1: my god that's great
0: can't relate i'm I'm pretty sure jeffree star has some t-shirts that Probably. Some can't relate t shirts somewhere. Probably. On his website. But uh, we'll wrap it up here then. So, uh, everybody uh, stay strong.
1: And uh, do
0: you want to say the other one, Crystal? You never say it.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> no.
0: Stay strong. Stay strong. And what's the other half, though?
1: And carry it. Now. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> stay strong and stay sweet.
0: Say ah. Uh. That's the tagline I came up with. I'm always tempted to say carry on, but go ahead. No, no. Stay strong. Stay sweet, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.